0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Hello, 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 my loves, and welcome back to Game Changers. I have an extra special show in store for you today, but I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing, how you're feeling, what's going on with you right now. I really hope that you're enjoying season two of Game Changers, and I know that you are just going to absolutely love. All of the guests we have lined up for you. But I'd really love to hear your feedback. If you could just take a moment to leave us a review, you have no idea how much I would appreciate that. You know, we really want to get this message out to as many people as we possibly can, share as many people's stories as we possibly can, and introduce you to people who are really building epic impacts online. And in order for us to be able to reach more people, you have no idea how far your review would go. So if you could leave a review and why not, while you're at it, screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram stories. I would just love that so much as well. And again, it just helps us get this podcast out to more people and introduced more people to all the epic people we have on. How many times can I say people? (laughs) But anyway, today's guest is extraordinary. So Jen is not only one of my amazing clients, but she is also an extraordinary sensuality coach who really just helps women live lives that turn them on. She said that she's on a mission to reconnect women with the power that lies in their sexuality. But what we spoke about in this episode goes so much more beyond just connecting with yourself physically. It really does we we dove deep into how connecting with yourself and how healing any stuck energy or traumatic issues can really help you to start standing out online build the confidence that you need you know if you're someone who's struggling with showing up because you don't know why. You don't know why you struggle to just go live or just to film a video or to put yourself out there. Today's episode will really, really help you with that. We also talk about the power of vulnerability and how to really stand out when you are maybe in a controversial niche. So cover lots of amazing things. Jen, I just love her to pieces. You definitely need to go follow her online. This work that she does is absolutely incredible incredible. So for all you ladies out there, this is the episode for you men as well. But I mean, a lot of the stuff that we speak about is definitely female related. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. Let's jump into today's episode. As I said, please do connect with Jen. All of her information will be down in the show notes below. The Game Changers podcast, Jen. I am so excited to have you here. I feel like I start every episode being like, "I'm so excited."
1: You're um, you're always very excited.
0: It's Definitely
1: a key personality trait of yours.
0: I know. I like people are like you always say you're excited. I'm like, but there's no other way to describe the way in which I with- live my life. I'm either excited, I'm learning, or I'm asleep. Like that's
1: it. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I think that's very authentic to your brand.
0: <laughs> I mean, even when I'm eating, I'm excited about it. So it's the level that I live at. Um, but hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank to- you. The reason why I'm excited to talk to you is because, A, I love you. Jen was one of my clients, and I have just absolutely loved following along her journey. As you would have heard in the intro, she's an amazing woman at doing amazing things. But a big part of the reason why I'm so excited is because we've never really dove deep into this stuff here on this podcast. And I actually think it's so important. Like I think a sense of self-connection, both intimately and awarenessly, that's not a word, is it? But we'll make it a word. (laughs) Like both physically and intellectually is probably a better way to put that is so important. I talk about Mm self-awareness all the time. I talk about, you know, we talk about self-love all the time. But this is just taking it to a much deeper level, and I cannot wait to like fully get into it with you, as well as talk all about the branding side of things, because that's such an interesting topic. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I feel like where we need to start is your story. So can you introduce yourself? How did you get to this point? Just the whole show. Sure. Chiro- yeah, thing. yeah.
1: So... I, um, now, I coach women and femmes on how to let go of old negative belief systems um, around their sexuality, as well as how to let go of body shame, um, and really come into their own so that they can, well, have good sex lives, but as well, bring that kind of confidence into their daily life. Um, How I started was I actually, I was very Look like super into sexuality when I was young. I mean, we all are into sex when we're young, but uh, I had this kind of obsession with it, and I was very interested in learning as much as possible. Uh, and then when I was out of school, I ended up interning um, for a woman uh, who taught sexuality. She was a sexuality coach, as well as doing some work for some relationship coaches locally. Uh, and then I was also a matchmaker for a while, which was a super interesting I job. Didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, Um, I I was a (laughs) matchmaker. But uh, yeah, which was a very, very weird, interesting job. Um, But you know, I had like three people get married when I I did it. I know, I was actually pretty good at it. uh, And and then uh, I kind of went into the business side of things. I was also very good at marketing and I started my own business, which did really well. Um, I had a six-figure marketing business, uh, which was awesome. Uh, And then I wanted to take it to the next level. So I hired our dear Aaron here, <laughs> and he blew up my entire life <laughs> by basically asking me, I, I, the exact question that I will always remember and that whenever I'm retelling the story to my friends now is when you said, because I came to you and I was like, I'm a very sexual person and I don't, I don't want to cut that out because that's part of who I am. And I want that to be in my branding because people are going to find out anyways. Like, I I do pool dance for fun. I do this and this. I do burlesque. And you were like, okay, well, if you're you're standing on a stage talking to a thousand people, would you rather talk about business or sex? (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. I was like, yeah, this is going to be a big change, (laughs) but...
0: here we go. I mean, <laughs> I like to turn people's words up, worlds upside down. It's my thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Super fun. <Not laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, it, it made so much sense. My life yeah. kind of always pointed in this direction and it was really just, um, uh, just me holding myself back. So yeah. here we are.
0: I love it. And what I'd really like to get into with you is Oh, I just love that story so much. I love, but it really is. It can be one of those like moments in time where you're like, oh, like life's about to change, isn't it? And it's just a yeah. decision. I mean, so many people are afraid of making that decision. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I really want to talk about is what you actually do. Like from mm-hmm. the coaching side of things, particularly we have a lot of entrepreneurs in this audience, a lot of women, and one of the things they struggle with most is confidence, is a sense of self-assurance, is that kind of like tree-like stability in life and I think a big part of that is in our more primal sort of aspects of life we just don't have that sense of self-connection and are constantly relying on the validation of others or living our life in the reflection of how others see us and so I'd really love to know like how can connecting with your own sexuality and start really opening up in that way increase your confidence, increase your conviction, and then therefore help you to achieve your goals.
1: Yeah. um, It's really interesting because a lot of the work that I do with people has to do first with unlearning. So there's so much stuff that we're fed when we are younger uh, that we kind of have to let go of before we can even get to a place where we can connect with ourselves and find that confidence and find that place of strength because – we're basically told how we should look, how our, how we, our sexuality should show up, um, how and where and when we're allowed to use that energy. And for the most part, it's been told to us that that is for other people, yeah. that it's not really for us and it's not really our power. It's a thing that we show to very specific people in our life. Yeah. But that confidence and that like that, that isn't really like to be kind of binary about it. Most men don't have that put on them. I won't say a hundred percent, but most of them, they're kind of, they have that power inside of them all the time and they don't have to repress it. And sexuality is kind of a part of them. It's not like a, Separate thing that they put in a box and take out when it's necessary, yeah, so I find that for people who were raised female it's really hard for them to connect with that, and that that part of them is really where that power comes from. Men use that in business all the time yeah, like sure. their sexuality drives them, and that uh, that's like a really raw place that they find that confidence and we can we can center that too we can find that um, I think that sometimes Uh, for people who are who are um, femme or women we kind of we try to draw from a type of male strength almost like we're looking to almost fake it to put something on that we see as a successful person because a lot of people that we saw that were successful happened to be male for a long time because we were quite repressed in that sense but now we kind of have to find that our own way of being successful and having that power and that strength and I think that a lot of that has to do with reconnecting with that lost part of yourself and that repressed part
0: so are you talking about more so in this sense the difference between like feminine and masculine energy so more so going into like a, a lot of women think that they need to be extremely linear and direct when actually there's probably more of a, I don't even know how to explain this with words, but more of a flowy kind of feminine yeah. way to go about and,
1: it. Like a good example, yeah. um, is when Hillary Clinton was doing her campaign. Yeah. She, and I mean, how you can feel, however you feel about Hillary Clinton, but one of her aides actually talks about how instead of going to her town hall meetings and standing and delivering a message which is a very kind of masculine energy trait to be like here I am this is what I'm going to provide for you but for me she providing. would sit at her town hall meetings and she would she would just listen she yeah. would say tell me tell me what you're going through tell me what you need and then she would make all of these notes and she'd create policy around the notes that she took from what people would tell her and very like more feminine aspect to that, really sitting back and listening and taking it in. And then coming from a place of power still in that being able to listen and then being able to provide from that, which I think is like an amazing way of kind of using that energy in a totally feminine way. Um, But still having that strength and having that power and just having that creation come out of it.
0: Yeah, because how does someone? I guess if we take it back, like that's a great example. But there's someone who's like, say, an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. they're dealing with the day to day. I'm afraid of putting myself out there. I'm afraid of taking risk. I'm afraid of calling myself a leader. Like, how do they flip between those two? energies, because there must be some level of, I've just got to go out there and do it, which to me, I think is a bit more of the masculine side of things where the, the female, feminine side of things is more of like, I need to feel into it. I need to feel into the experience and come from that kind of more emotional, energetic side of things. So for how does someone get started with, I guess, utilizing like sex energy, whatever you want to call it, like connect Mm -hmm. themselves to be able to do those kind of more, Standard things that an entrepreneur would need to do in the beginning,
1: yeah, so the first thing that I usually do with people is we work through old trauma and yeah. stress. Um, a lot of that is working it from a from a physiological standpoint because a lot of the times when we think about like working through stress or trauma, we think about talk therapy, but actually they've kind of found that reliving those things isn't the healthiest thing, but mm. we do hold that stress a lot in our bodies, so I do this through particular exercises that um, we do like as a one-on-one thing. It's really good to work with somebody on this because a lot of old stuff can come up. Yeah. Um, But if you want it, like any type of movement is really good for that type of thing of letting go of that energy and being able to find that centered place where you can actually be in that feminine energy because sometimes our masculine can drive us like it can really take over and we let it take over and then we get into this stress space because we're not balanced yeah and we don't have that feminine side as well our feminine side usually like in business comes out in our creation when we're making Um, You know, whatever it happens to be like either like a a cute post some sort of like content Um, But or it's like when we listen to our people and listen to what they want Listen to our audience and take that in and then make creation come out of that And then that like masculine is great, too And it drives us and pushes us and we wake up and we're like, okay, it's time to go I'm gonna do some stuff today, but it's really good to listen to both. So if you can find movement I'd say meditation is huge for that as well. Um, And uh, like any type of like, if you can do some sort of trauma work, that's amazing for letting go of that and being able to find that center. So that's usually where I start. Um, Start with... Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, because that's a really, really interesting topic, but just to make it really clear for the people who are listening... I guess not working through that trauma because that's like a really good place to start, as you said, working through the trauma and then we'll get into the rest of it. But not working through the trauma, what would that prevent them from doing or what would that look like in their well, Because maybe some people can identify with that now.
1: Yeah, it becomes stuck energy. Yeah. So essentially that trauma or that stress will live inside of your body mm-hmm. um, and then it stops you from doing a lot of things, like especially connecting to self. Yeah. Uh, which can show up as you not being able to feel like you can be your most authentic self with your audience. Yeah. So confidence is huge in that as well. But I think that especially for women, um, a lot of us have trouble showing up online and knowing how to have that confidence and be yourself online and create that connection with your audience. And I think that a lot of that trauma and that stress, a lot of it coming from not feeling pretty enough or not feeling smart enough or not feeling good enough to present ourselves, that is huge with the, it's, and I'm not like, I know there's big traumas out there. There's like people who have experienced really massive trauma and that's one thing, but there's also a buildup of trauma. And that is, that comes from a lot of us putting ourselves out there and getting rejected from it. Um, from not feeling like we live up to what media wants us to be. And it just kind of builds and builds and builds over time. So I I think that especially the feminine people out there have a lot of that stuck energy, but yeah, I'd say it shows up a lot when it comes to confidence and authenticity.
0: Yeah. And that just paints a picture. Oh my God. I feel like I'm going to nod my head off here. I wish people could see me. I'm just (laughs) like, yeah, because that's it. Because so many women that I deal with so regularly, they, Almost don't know why, because maybe they haven't had that really visible in their mind traumatic experience. And like you said, it is that buildup of small little rejections or little things that someone said to you, or you know maybe it's your brother or a parent that's just not supported you in a certain way. And these little things build up over time, and then you're frustrated with yourself because you just don't know why. Why is it so hard to go live, or why is it so hard to show up on stories every single day? And not realizing that it's because of that, yeah, that weight, I guess, yeah. like that stuck energy. If you move that out of you, you will just find so much less resistance, is what you're trying to say, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that like, I don't, I'm not someone who, um, who identifies as someone who's had like a, a big trauma in their life. Yeah. Nothing that you, that is like, that you think of when you think of trauma. But the first time I did these exercises, I did this, I, I and I'm a very skeptical person. I was like, okay, this is all bullshit. Like what, what is this? And I did this one exercise and it just happened to be something where you like basically to long and short of it, you end up mimicking running with yeah. your body after doing like a meditation series. And I didn't expect anything to happen. I just like burst into tears. Like my, my whole, like, like just like, was all this like face tension. I just lost it. Yeah. And it was I don't know where it came from. Obviously, there was something in my life that I had that I felt like running from or something like that that, like, triggered me in some way. But I couldn't because of, like, social normities or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then I just had this moment, and it was this huge release. And I had actually had this massive stress bubble in my throat. You know when you get, like, really stressed, and then you have that, like, almost, like, cry bubble, and it just won't go anywhere? I had it for, like, a week. And as soon as I did this, it was gone and I felt like a a million pounds had been lifted off me and I don't even know what it was, but I had pushed something through me.
0: And that's key as well, because I think a lot of the, I guess, personal development work out there that I see and the thing I guess that I struggled with most is ditto on the, there's nothing that I could really say that has led to this or this particular circumstance in my life is the reason why I behave in this way. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the personal development stuff out there that isn't focused on moving the energy and is focused more on probably the reliving of the scenario and the forgiveness and all of that um, puts a lot of pressure that we do need to find that one specific thing. But I mean, it can be so far in there that Mm -hmm. consciously we don't even remember I mean that we've repressed we've tried to erase I mean we're pretty good at doing those things and I think there's a lot of pressure on people out there and I love that you said like you don't even specifically know what shifted but you know that something did
1: yeah, and that's—I mean—it doesn't matter at yeah, that point. Exactly. Like, we don't have to dig deep and remember yeah. the thing that happened like
0: 25 years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, it
1: doesn't—it doesn't really matter what it was. We yeah. want to just move that through us so exactly. that we can let it go, and that we can feel like we're showing up as our full selves when we're li- get, letting that like heaviness lift off us.
0: Yeah, I love that. So what's the next thing? All right. So the first thing we've done is like shift yeah. the energy. What's the next thing? How can we utilize this for more success? So
1: the next thing is surrounds body shame. Yeah. So it's all about um and that and when I say body shame, I mean like physical, but I also mean mental as well. Cause I think that we put ourselves down a lot and call ourselves stupid a lot. Don't think that we are smart enough to do the things that we want to do. So Basically, that with the body shame, what I do is I do a lot of mirror work, yeah. which is a type of um, it's like a like a process that you go through where you wake up every day and you look at yourself in the mirror and you try to find one thing that you can compliment about yourself, and yeah. then the next day you find another thing that you can compliment about yourself, and it's kind of like a meditative therapy, and you do it over and over until you have basically complimented every part of your body. But some of those things are going to be a lot tougher than others, right? Mm
0: -hmm. There's
1: those parts of us that maybe we don't love as much or we don't show enough positive reinforcement. And that's where the real work happens. So yes, you can start with being like, today I'm going to compliment my pinky finger. Today I'm going to compliment my little toe. Absolutely, start where you're comfortable. But when we get into those really tough spots where maybe it's something you don't love about yourself as much and you have to find a way to compliment it, That's when the real shift starts happening. For sure. So that relating back to business, I think also is a massive part about authenticity and showing up as yourself because it's tough, especially with this very visual formatting we have run these Mm -hmm. days. Like just being able to say, I'm going to go live on Instagram today and having to overcome body issues before you can do that is massive. Like how, how do you even begin to do that? Right. Like,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, I was listening to a a friend of mine had done a Facebook live on her public public page actually doing just like an income report. She shares her income reports each month. And, um, she shared an experience where she was struggling just with skin issues, like skin, um, Mm. acne on her face. And she said that, you know, a big part of why she wasn't, comfortable to be so consistent, you know, you think, oh, something's going on in business and all this stuff. And it was, I mean, what does skin even have to do with sharing income or growth results? But as women, I think so many of us struggle with that. Like my skin isn't great today. My hair doesn't look great today. And it does come from a lot of that pressure that being in the public eye means to look a certain way. And Mm -hmm. what I found is that actually from a strategic perspective the demand is shifting and so it's there is now this imbalance of the demand of what people want to see is the more raw is the more mm-hmm. real is the more authentic however even though we know that for a woman who is personally struggling with the way that she feels about the way that she looks it's still really hard to show up even though we know that that's what our audience want to see and even though that's what we know that we want to see that from other people yeah. it can still be really scary so that would be an extremely powerful thing to start i guess what's the intention behind this to just start really loving yourself right
1: yeah i mean self love is a loaded thing yeah it's it's a loaded mantra and yeah. we use it a lot and it's thrown around a lot and there are people out there who are not in a place where self-love seems attainable. Yeah. The idea of self-love is very far away. So yes, I do. I use the term self-love, but at the same time, that you can also get to a place of self-neutrality. Yeah. You don't have to love yourself, but you need to be on a plane with your body and with your mind that you accept it for what it is. You appreciate it for what it does for you, and you can live your life without bringing negativity to yourself every time you see yourself or something comes up and you're triggered by something you have to be on a plane with your body that is at the very least neutral and you can build self-love on top of that if you get to a place of neutrality then maybe you can start a self-love journey but if you just get to neutrality and that's the only place you can be that's awesome as well you yeah. want to be able to not hate yourself every day that's the goal
0: yeah so it's more like it's it like it doesn't even matter. It's not It's not that it doesn't matter, but it's not a thought. Like, it's not as if you're like, I look fucking exactly. hot today, but like, I'm a fucking badass bitch. Or like, oh, it's like, you don't need to get to that point. It's not like, that's not necessarily the goal. What you're saying is the goal is that you think, oh, I've got a great idea. I'm going to go live. And it just almost doesn't even cross your mind that you can't because X, Y, Z physically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean, and that's obviously like a great place for for your sex life as well. If you can yeah. get to a place where you're not thinking about your body the whole time, Like that's where, that's what my goal is with my clients is to be able to get them to that place. And if that happens to be neutrality or if it happens to be, I'm a fucking badass bitch today, then either one is just as useful.
0: So how does having a better sex life, either personally or intimately with others, I guess, increase our, I don't want to say chance to achieve our goals, but like overall in life, like obviously, as I said, like a lot of the women listening to this podcast aren't entrepreneurs, but like, let's go a little more general here, like overall in life. Cause some people, I, I think when I have conversations with people about this topic, I mean, there's obviously a lot of shame, which you deal with a mm-hmm. lot and there's a lot of guilt, but then there's a lot of people who just don't think it matters at all. Like they just are like, it's just separate from a great life. And I'd like you to kind of, talk a little bit about how it's just so not and how like having that amazing connection as either to yourself or someone else is just such a big part of living an extraordinary life, having an extraordinary business, but just being extraordinary everywhere. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So I will say like Asexuality is a thing. If yeah. sex is something that doesn't interest you, that's also totally yeah. fine. No, but, no I wasn't I was talking no, about I, I know.
0: like the separation. Some people are like, yes something yes. I disagree. yeah, You know what I mean? I'm just, just as a disclaimer. We love a disclaimer. <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. But there's, there's actually, I will say before I get into it, that yeah. a lot of shame and a lot of trauma can actually disconnect you from your sexuality. Yeah. So it can make you so you dissociate it from from it altogether. Yeah. So that is a major thing that a lot of women and femmes deal with because of how we've been treated growing up, because our bodies have been over sexualized and because we feel like we need to be a specific way to be a sexual person. So some people separate it because of that reason, but on the same level I don't my personal stance on it is that I think that In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you can build that energy, you can be a more creative, more productive, and a happier person. Yeah. I think that this has been repressed for a reason. Because it's an extreme power because people are afraid of it because the patriarchy is very scared of the, the power that that sexualized, en- sexualized energy creates inside of you because you really do, it does change your perspective and it changes yeah. your life. And I'm not talking about partnered sex in this instance. I'm talking about solo sex because that's where you yeah. start. Yeah. You start with yourself and you can build on top of that. Um, but it's, it's powerful. You feel more yourself. You feel more connected with yourself. You feel more connected with your body. You have less self-hatred. And you can create, like, for me, after, like, a good orgasm, I can, like, create for hours. I can make stuff happen. I get shit done
0: after that.
1: And, <laughs> <they're>, like, <back. laughs>
0: and, and, by, and by the way, Jen has an amazing download that you can get to help with self-pleasure yeah so just like a side note there just put that one in. yeah (laughs) it's
1: called the free energizing orgasm tutorial you can find it you can follow me at j-e-n-n underscore d-o-a-n on instagram and you'll find all the stuff in my link there (laughs) but yeah plug 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 Um, (laughs) but yeah i i honestly feel like it does it just change it really does change you That's, that's the biggest thing is people, honestly, if you, I get it, I understand where you're coming from. you are like, it's separate. I don't need this. This isn't part of me. But once you start, once you try it, once you find that hidden part of yourself, you're just never going to go back.
0: Yeah. And I think what a lot of people forget, and maybe I'm going, I know, like, I love the whole thing about like self-sex and how that can bring out so much creativity but also even and i'm not meaning to bring up creation in this conversation but i mean <laughs> yeah that sex is actually the ultimate form of creation right yeah and and i might like, be quoting this incorrectly, but I think most people have read the book, um, Think and Grow Rich. And there's obviously a huge part in that book. I mean, he's obviously talking more from the perspective of man, and we're not here. But there is a big part. Aren't of the they always? Yes. <laughs> uh, it, the book is extremely old. We'll the benefit of this but, um, <laughs> but I mean, just from like if we were just to take gender out of the equation for the moment, I mean, there is a big part mm-hmm. of the book where it talks about the power of sexual energy and how that can enhance manifestation and, um, creativity and all the things we've spoken about motivation and confidence. And so it's not anything new that, you know, is new age or it's something that it's just an alternative way of starting to think about creation now. Like this is just, it it's it, like it's the core.
1: I'd say it's like, it's kind of like a supercharged meditation. Yeah. Like if you... Like the, I mean, sex magic is yeah. a is a coined term. It's uh, basically manifestation using sexual energy. Yeah. But uh, but the reason it, it's kind of like a like a springboard almost. Like meditation is awesome, and doing your manifestation in like a meditation mode is cool. Journaling awesome. But I find that that the extra added energy of yeah. like orgasmic energy of not it doesn't even, you don't even need to have an orgasm to create this energy. Just like sexual energy can really enhance that manifestation like it's it's like it's very palpable (laughs) if you if you need to like have a quick manifestation sex magic's the way to do
0: that (laughs) bitch i need a thousand dollars let me (laughs) please the doll for a minute um no but i mean I love that so much. And I wanted to talk about sex magic. I wrote down to talk about that, but it's really like quite synchronistic at the moment because I jumped on the call before and I was like, Oh, Jen, like after this, I've got to go spend the whole afternoon thinking about quantum mechanics. And I guess like the concept (laughs) of quantum quantum mechanics is, is manifesting from the moment like it really heavily focuses on like the perception in this moment and i just think there's no better way to bring someone's total awareness into the moment mm-hmm. of through sexual
1: Absolutely. energy I mean, it's, it's the yeah. ultimate
0: like distraction from anything else other than what's happening right now it's almost impossible to start worrying about your rent or like what happened yesterday when you're in that full-blown moment right
1: oh yeah i mean That's- you're not thinking about much <laughs>
0: it's pretty impossible to think about a lot other than well i mean try keep the intention of what you want to manifest right yeah but can you, yeah so can you talk i guess like uh, people love practicality right so can we just mm-hmm. like how so this concept of sex magic you've spoken about how self-pleasure Intimate pleasure in any way is really great for manifestation. How did how do you actually do that? Like can you talk through it? Is is it like, do I visualize as I'm like coming? Like, what do I actually do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'd say like you can do it and whatever way works for you is totally fine. So you can um use that, like you can have that orgasmic energy. Um, like I you could do the masturbation thing, like start a do a session with yourself and then do whatever you like to do for your own manifestation ritual, whether it's journaling or whatever to use that as like a springboard or a catapult, as I mentioned, yeah. or you can actual do actually do the visualization while you are masturbating. You can do like um, the, like what I do in the energizing orgasm tutorial is I actually do like a breath exercise and it's like, it's kind of like a take on Edging, if you know what that is, (laughs) but it's uh, basically bringing yourself up to a certain level of energy, and then bringing yourself back down again, and then increasing it and bringing it down, and then increasing it and bring it down, and that really compiles that energy. And while you're doing that, you can think of the thing that you're trying to manifest, uh, and then bring yourself to that orgasm, or not bring yourself to that orgasm and use that energy if you want to like bring it into your day, if you want to use that energy to like get shit done
0: <laughs> please talk about that more like, because okay. <laughs> yeah, one okay. that seems really so, hard but also like talk about yes yeah, so, so <laughs> this isn't
1: for everyone i personally don't like this because it makes me really like on edge all day but, <laughs> but i've heard like there's actually like this <laughs> there's actually like business women who would like pay uh, sex workers to come and like bring them almost to orgasm and then leave so that they could like use that energy to like get their business done. Really? This is like, this is a thing. This is a real thing. So you could, if you can do it for yourself, obviously you do not need to hire a sex worker, although you can, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you can have solo sex, bring, bring yourself up to that level where you're basically just like buzzing, like right before orgasm, but like, you're not gonna be able to go over that edge. And then that energy, it's like a cup of coffee. Like you can just start your day using that energy and let it just like electrocute you to do all the things you need to get done
0: <laughs> I guess my next question though is is there like a come down like is that what's the I mean, sustainability of that energy <laughs> yeah I
1: mean I, I assume that at the end of the day you need to have an orgasm like I said not really my deal I like the uh, I like the I'm end goal of the orgasm <laughs> but all this at the same time like And orgasm does make you sleepy sometimes. So if you're a sleepy orgasm person, you want to start your day and uh, try to get rid of your coffee habit. There you go. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Wow. <laughs> there you go. Again, probably not for me either. I'm, like, I'm more of an after bath time person in the evening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. I love that so much. But okay. I want to switch up the dials a little bit because I love yeah, yeah. what have spoken about in terms of like, obviously I love the thing about like getting rid of that, like the stuck energy. And that is so important. And I really hope everyone hears this when we talk about like, if you just have that Frustration with yourself of I don't know why I find it so hard to show up. This stuff yeah. could be a really great place to start. But mm-hmm. your brand obviously talks about a topic that a lot of people consider to be out there, right? I don't want to say I don't want to say taboo. I hate like all of that stuff because it's, <laughs> that to me is just ridiculous. I swear too much for people to for for that word to be in my vocabulary. <laughs> but I traditionally conservatory conservatory oh my god i can't even speak now i um, like that word that was a good word <laughs> but traditionally a topic that is a little more out there right and mm-hmm. i recently saw you speaking about on your instagram being shadow banned as well so that's obviously mm-hmm. a challenge but what i'd really like you to talk a little bit on is you know how do you show how do you personally show up and speak about topics where there is so much pushback where there is so much controversy where there is so many opinions both politically and in people's mind you know traditionally like how do you do you have a practice is there any personal mindset shifts that you've had to make to help you just say now this is what I believe and I'm going to show up and talk about it anyway
1: Mm -hmm. well I mean yes definitely um and that's, that, I feel like that's always going to be there a little bit for me because it is so taboo and <laughs> taboo, <laughs> but it is, it is such a touchy topic for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it can, I mean, it can be tough, especially cause I know like I'm, I'm never not going to get bad feedback, yeah. you know, like I'm always going to have those hateful messages in my inbox. I will always have those people who are going to over-sexualize me and send me like, Filthy messages in my inbox. That's just the way that it's going to be, and I I mean that's for most people. And I I talk about sex, but like everyone tends to get those messages. But uh, yeah, so I definitely had to switch my mindset to this is something that's important. This is something that needs to be heard. This is something that not enough people are talking about, and I think that really happened for me when I, I started networking a lot in where I am locally, and uh, I went to this one event that was like a, you could secretly ask any question you wanted to a sex educator. And the questions that were asked were very heartbreaking. Like one woman said that her partner told her that her vulva was, like, was ugly and, like, that no one was ever going to love her because of it. And she was wondering if there was any, anything she could do to change the look of it.
0: That breaks my heart.
1: And, exactly. And it's just hearing all of the things that were asked that were either heartbreaking or were very general knowledge that I felt, like, should already be known. Yeah just made me realize how much there still is a need for it, even though there are people out there talking about it, even though we've been trying to have these conversations since like the 60s. And we're still not educating people enough. The schools aren't doing it. The world isn't really doing it. Like media, definitely not. Families and culture, it's like up in the air whether or not they will. So... I had to just really be like, my message is is important and my message is necessary and I need to put this out in the world. And that was really the mindset switch. Now, I will always have a thing where I'm going to be like, okay, today I'm going to be talking about um, blowjobs and I'm going to put a video out there. Here we go. Let's do it. But at the same time, I, I just feel like I, I, it's necessary. Yeah. I, have to, I have to do it no matter what the consequences are. And in terms of ritual, I think that, I mean, obviously my solo sex has helped a lot with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> download and, Make it download. And, uh,
1: <laughs> Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> but, uh, but I think um, that feedback was good too. Like just having friends being so supportive and having strangers being so supportive and just having like, you have, have coach who was so supportive of it and just being like, yes, Yeah. Plan, 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 plan. Plan, plan.
0: Probably had the best coach in it. I love this so much and I I like to take it back because obviously there are a lot of people who are listening whose niche isn't controversial in any means. But what you're saying is so rich in value because a lot of people do get caught up in the what if I get a negative comment? What if I get a DM? Mm -hmm. What if someone doesn't agree with me? And what you're saying is you've got to take yourself outside of that because there are so many people who need you. Like there are so many people who need you to show up and be unapologetic. And regardless of those handful of people that may not agree or that person you went to school with who may judge you, like there is people out there that need you to stand up as a leader and educate. And so what if other people are talking about it? Someone needs you to say it. And it's that person or that group of people who need you to say the thing whatever it is mm-hmm. that should make it all worth it that should push you through those days where you're like i don't feel great or i don't feel like an expert enough or someone's mm-hmm. going to think this is too controversial or someone's going to yeah. have an opinion like that should be pushing you through the the desire to really help and play your part in educating and helping people to make this world yeah, a better place and you know, a bit of an airy client. Yeah, and, and
1: I mean, you have those days though. Like, yeah. absolutely, have those days. I, like, yeah, if you. Has those days. Yeah, everyone has those days. If you are feeling like you are, you know, not a master in your niche, if you're, if you're feeling having that imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome creep up feel that. yeah, Absolutely feel it. And maybe like, you don't have to go live that day. Maybe like instead write something or like, you know, do something that's a little bit less putting your face forward if that's what you need to do. But I think it's important to know that that's normal and that we all go through it and that it's not a big deal if you feel that because it switches. I know that like, for me, there's days where I feel like I am the the queen of the universe and i know everything there is to know about sex and there's days where i feel like a total fraud yeah and i think that having that li- that duality live inside of me is what makes me human learn more yeah like drives me to want to learn as much as possible for my audience and absolutely makes me more human yeah. but That if you didn't have that duality of like, oh, I, I, I don't know enough. I don't have, I like, what am I, what am I even talking about? Then it wouldn't push you to be like, I need to learn this new technique to teach my people. I need to like go out there and meet more people in my, in my niche. And like, it's just, that is the, that's the drive. And that's, and maybe it's not the drive that day, but it's the drive the next day, when you're feeling good and you want, and you're feeling excited about what you do,
0: for sure. And I just want to piggyback on that because I just want to say that I could not agree anymore. Like there are definitely days where I, you know, maybe have had an instance where one of my clients is progressing really quickly, and sometimes that will make me feel like not as expert enough you know it's like clients Mm. are like catching up intellectually per se and obviously i'm super happy about that because it makes me a good coach but like you said like it lives inside of you that you're like oh now i need to progress forward i can't rest on my laurels and just (laughs) always you know just find people who are at the very beginning of their journey. I'm talking specifically for me. It's like, I see a lot of my community. I see a lot of them progressing and that's because of me, but it also pushes me to just keep moving forward and keep learning new things and always having something new to share. And some days it doesn't feel that great. Some days I'm like, oh, like I suck. What do I know? I know nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm basically a beginner. And it's just like, that's just not true. Like that's just, like you said, Mm -hmm. that drives to just continuously grow.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's also something you you can integrate into mirror work too and like bring that in. It doesn't have to be a body image thing. If you can do like, I am not a fraud. I I know what I'm talking about. Here's the reasons why I know what I'm talking about. And really just ingrain that into your brain.
0: When you're doing the mirror work, uh, is it like, is eye contact? Oh yeah. Important. Like, can you maybe explain the practice a little more?
1: Yeah. So it would basically, you can do it at any point if it's before you go to bed or when you wake up, I'd say like integrating it into something you're already doing is a a really big part. So if it's like, I'm before I take a shower or something like that. So you would look in the mirror, you can make eye contact with yourself. If that feels too uncomfortable for you right away, because sometimes that is hard for people starting out, then just look at your body kind of Look at it with more like you are just learning about it for the first time. Without any judgment, just kind of look at everything about your body, see all the folds, all the curves, all the little moles on your body, and just try to see if you can, like, learn more about it. Try to see if you can, like, spot something that maybe you haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to find that part of yourself that you want to give a compliment for that day um doesn't matter what it is anything the thing that makes you feel most most comfortable that day but the the trick is to pick something different every single day as i mentioned before and then at the end of it if you can eye contact again you would take a few deep breaths and maintain that and then if they're like give yourself a smile or like be kind of goofy with yourself or something like that and then yeah move
0: on with your day (laughs) the wink and the click (laughs) yeah oh i love this so much i just have one more question that i really want to ask i want to make sure yeah holding up too much of your time but i know back to kind of the you putting yourself out there online obviously you being vulnerable and sharing your story is like the catalyst for a lot of your audience to open up. I mean, that's not just for this particular niche. It's for Mm -hmm. anything, whether it be business, whether it be mindset, whether it be fitness and health, like the leader does need to open up and be vulnerable. But I guess because this is such a more personal topic, like how is your experience with opening up and being vulnerable? Is this something that you really had to work yourself up to or did it come quite naturally?
1: I don't think vulnerability comes naturally to most people.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Vulnerability is super tough. Yeah. And it's really, the trick is vulnerability is hard. It's also what makes life worth living. Yeah. So yes, it took some work for me to get where I am. And I think it was very um, incremental. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's being able to open up very slightly one day and then a little bit more the next day. And then on top of that, and it's really about sharing what you're comfortable with and then noticing as that comfort zone gets a little bit wider and a little bit wider. Because if I just jumped out and was like, here I am. Here's my story. Here's like a bunch of nudes of me. And it's just, it's just going to be traumatic for you. Yeah. Like you, it's a lot to put out there. And I know that uh, that is definitely, it's a huge part of any business is showing that vulnerability and having that story. And that can sometimes feel like a lot for people, especially, and I know this personally, uh, it's something I still deal with to this day, is that when you put yourself out there, and you're asking for monetary, monetary uh, gains back for being yourself, for being you. Uh, here I am. I'm a coach. Yeah. Please pay me money. And people are like, no, thank you, please. Yeah, That's like a <laughs> rejection of self. And it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard, hard to take that. And I so I totally understand. Like I have a really hard time like asking for money. That's a big thing for me and I know that's a big thing for a lot of people. And it wasn't before. When I was providing services, when I was in marketing, it was just me providing some services, I knew what I was giving to people. Now that I'm providing myself to them, that rejection feels harder. Of course. So, I think that that is a huge part of that vulnerability of really being able to put yourself out there and say I'm worth money.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's, and that's like, that's, yeah, that's massive. I, I'm like, I am totally working on that and I'm doing it incrementally. And I think that that's the way to do it just a little bit at a time and really get your toe dipped in there. Um, but yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. I I would say
0: that, yeah, just a little bit at a time. It's extremely powerful, and I think that's so relatable to any area. Vulnerability being one of them, but also confidence, risk, anything that you really need to do to start a business. Like just recognizing that you don't have to do the whole like I'm going to jump and burn my plane or whatever people say. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it, you, it's fine. It's fine to progress your way there. It's fine to take a small step each day actually the most sustainable people are the ones who have chipped away at it over time and you know built on a stable foundation rather than just blowing it all up and going for it you know I mean it does work it does happen and it's fine but when most people create that level of what's the word I'm looking for like climatization is -hmm. when they have just taken one small step at a time but I guess what the thing I want to say on the Asking for money. I know that as you said like for yourself and then for a lot of people that is vulnerable but there also does need to be a certain level of segmentation where it is understanding that like there are so many variables that go into someone saying yes to buying a product and mm-hmm. Your services are a product. It's the never rejection of you and your entire yeah. being and who you are in you know this relationship relationships with yourself like when you're being funny, when you're like, you know, playing with your dog, like that's you and who you are. And it's like, there's a small segment of you that is a product and it's never that someone is rejecting you as a whole entire human being. It's just that product in this time in now it just didn't work out because of X, Y, Z variables. So just being able to slightly segment it, it's still hard. And I absolutely agree because it is you and you're like, (laughs) I'm selling myself essentially. But if you can segment it into understanding that it is just a business sometimes and it is a product. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, yeah, I mean, I know that I went to theater school. I know what rejection is. Auditions are (laughs) crazy, (laughs) but uh yeah. But yeah, I think it's just having that—you—you um, you can have that knowledge and you can know yeah. it in your heart, but it's like of practice course. is such a different right thing. Yeah. But yes, I—I—I I, I think that yeah, that incremental growth and it's getting easier and easier every day for sure. I love it so
0: much. Thank you so much. Honestly, I could sit here and talk to you for hours and yes, hours. But we know what it's like when you download a podcast and you're like seven hours. I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let for the viewers, for the listeners, sorry, I always say viewers, we'll we'll <laughs> leave it here. But thank you so, so much. You are amazing. So now is the official plug time. Where can people find you? What's going on? What are you doing? Yeah.
1: Uh, So you can the best way to get in contact with me if you want to send me a DM is on Instagram. My handle is at J-E-N-N underscore D-O-A-N. I also have a um, group coaching program that I'm going to be launching in October. So you can keep your eye out for that. That's going to go over all the things that I talked about, like the body shame and the trauma release. And all of those fun things. And we even go into all the sexy things as well, like different types of solo sex, et cetera. Cool. Uh, but yeah, feel free to reach out. Send me a message. If you have any questions, I'm always happy to connect with people.
0: Cool. And make sure you go download. <laughs> yeah. Plug, plug, yeah. Plug, plug, plug. you can find yeah. that.
1: All of my things are on there. You can check out my website. Everything is through my Instagram. It's all there. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, my love.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> okay, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed that episode. I just oh, I had such a great time talking to Jen. Obviously, this stuff, it may be new to you. Maybe you've never thought about this before. Maybe you've never thought that the reason why you're struggling to put yourself out there is because there's stuck emotional trauma. And maybe you haven't thought about how connecting with yourself, both you know physically and intellectually, Can really help you to build your confidence, build your creativity. Maybe it's something that's completely new to you, but I would definitely, definitely suggest that you at least explore it a little bit more because it is so powerful and I can speak from experience. So, again, please go follow Jen. The work that she does is just so, so, so incredible. And like we spoke in this episode, a lot of the times with these more intimate niches, uh, they do get banned and Instagram or Facebook does reject their content. And so they do rely on the power of people sharing their stuff to really get the word out there. Because as you see, it's just such an important thing. So I love you all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next one. Bye guys.